Hey, MassCons. Welcome to Mass Construction Insights, a new short-form podcast that I'm trying out, which will be small bites of information from either prior episodes or hopefully moving forward uh, original content that you have not heard yet. Either way, they're small bite-sized pieces of information that I think are valuable, entertaining, interesting. Today's insight is with Rob Carson, Director of Risk and Safety at Delbrook JKS. We covered the new or actually not so new silica standard that OSHA came out with maybe three years ago or so. Long story short is you need to comply with this standard and Rob gives a decent breakdown here of when you need to comply, how you can comply, and I think some people will find it valuable. Enjoy the show. In general, any operation that um, has an exposure to crystalline silica, respirable crystalline silica dust, uh, the employer has to do something about it. In, in OSHA, uh, they've really tried to make it a, um, a prescriptive standard in that they gave basically three options. You can, if your operation falls under what they call table one, which is defined um, activities, uh, I believe there's 17 of them. And if you fall within those 17, one of those 17, then as long as you fall table one, you're considered to be in compliance. Um, if you can't fall table one, well, then you have to do um, a certain amount of uh, air monitoring or use objective data, which is, say, data from a manufacturer of a tool that, you know, they've done all the studies and the testing. And as long as you use the tool in that way, then you'd be considered in compliance. Again, assuming you've trained your folks and, and all that. Uh, and then they have, obviously, scheduled monitoring. So um, if you don't have the objective data and you don't have, ta- you can't fall into table one, then you have to do air monitoring. Depending on what those results come back as, you may need to do testing periodically over you know scheduled period of time to make sure that you're not overexposing your employees to a, a high level of res- uh, silica dust. Okay. So, for example, table one... It's going to have things like, okay, and yeah, it's a good time for you to sip coffee. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a breather. You're good. He's going to say, okay, you're grinding concrete. It'll tell you what type of PPE, like respirator. It'll tell you you need to wet it. Yeah. Things like that. So it would say the specific task and then what PPE and what tools. Exactly. So um, of those defined, one of the 17 defined um, activities, it'll tell you what the activities are um, and really the parameters around the activity saw blade diameter size um, you know things like that uh, and then it'll also say okay if you're inside you may need respiratory protection for x period of time um, in or if you're outside you may or may not need it again the, the table will clearly define for you depending on your scenario what what it is you'll need and then time frames and indoor or outdoor um, so as long as you can comply with that and then making sure that um, the other aspects of it are you'll have a integrated water management system, say in a, in a cutoff saw. You have to have now water management system in the tool uh, or some type of shroud that will uh, suck the dust back to a HEPA vacuum. We out. We out. We out.